Alright, what up, what up? It's a blunt report. Back at it again with the segment of the weird. Uh, we're just chilling here. Uh, at work late night. This is about uh, 2.40 something a.m. in the morning. Hanging out here. Medicated, of course. Big what's up to all you stoners, medicators, and cannabis innovators. <laughs> you guys know what's up. Y'all know who you are. So yeah, let's get started with this crazy segment. We're not going to get too serious, but this is a pretty trippy uh, subject, actually. So I'm just going to dive right into it. The name is David Paulides, and the series of books that he has are called Missing 411. Book titles of the series include Missing 411 Western United States and Canada, Missing 411 The Devils in the Details, Missing 411, 411 Eastern United States, and Missing 411 A Sobering Coincidence. Crazy interesting read about the weird and pretty much mysterious way a lot of people go missing in the U.S., especially, specifically National Forest. And they're all too similar. The way they disappear, it's, it's pretty crazy. They all have something in common. And to um, further inform a broader spectrum of people, he has actually followed up with a series of books with a documentary called Missing 401 Documentary. I, I saw it on Hulu. I don't know if it's on Netflix. I want to check it out. I, it's pretty crazy shit. So I don't want to spoil it for you, but yeah. So there's a lot of mystery and unanswered questions when it comes to the, the staggering amount of missing people. And um, there are crucial and critical similarities that are too much, a too much of a coincidence and are just missed uh, just as that. So the way he came about starting this research that led to his books was that he was doing field research uh, in a national forest. And he was talking to a lot of contractors in that national forest for his research. And he doesn't specify what kind of research, he just uh, mentions that he, what he was doing that day. And <clears throat> um, as he was doing this, he noticed that there was a lot of park rangers around him. He didn't think anything of it, but where, wherever he went, they went. So, you know, he finished his day, he went back to his cabin. Later that night, a park ranger in plain in plain clothing, I guess civilian clothing, uh, knocked on his door, and you know presented himself as a, a as a park ranger, and let him know that he wanted to speak to him about things that were going on in national forest that you know were too 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 much to handle already and too many answer, unanswered questions. So. <clears throat> Um, and when he would notice that these park rangers would be around him, it was just a, a small, small group that were always there. That's the crazy part about it. So, <clears throat> I guess this park ranger ended up having a lengthy, lengthy discussion with him about how he had worked in a series of national forests where he participated in multiple search and rescue efforts for people. So, one thing he noticed while on those search and rescue was that the first seven to ten days, there would be a lot of press cover coverage and a lot of volunteers and people searching for the missing pe persons. After that time, it would kind of die down and people would forget about it, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> there was no, there would be no follow-up on these series of uh, stories and no press conference, no press coverage. Also, <clears throat> the, the locations where people went missing seemed kind of unusual, as well as a big majority of these people are never found. Uh, seemed, seemed unusual to the park rangers as well. So, this park ranger was very concerned 
and thought that somebody should have a look into the matter. And I guess they chose him for some reason. I don't know. So the nameless park ranger that was given this info had also had spoken to other park rangers across the U.S. and different national forests. They had similar stories to tell. So when they got together in, in mass groups, they concluded that there was something definitely not fucking right going on in national forests. National parks, excuse me, like the same shit. So, these people had tried to get evidence um, or information on a lot of these cases through their own connections and, you know, through their own fucking jobs. And lo and behold, shit, what happens? You can't get that info. How is that possible? <clears throat> it should be easily available, right? I mean, since it's crucial to the investigation. <sighs> so, <laughs> shortly after this conversation with the park ranger, David got in contact with his friends that he had in law enforcement and uh, he let him know about the story and what was going on just to see it uh, you know just to, as a coincidence just as a you know whatever you want to call it and sure enough when they got in contact uh, with him again that his law enforcement contacts uh, let him know that there's definitely uh, something that doesn't fit there's pieces that don't fit together uh, about all these cases excuse me excuse me I'm a little tired too so I'm medicated <clears throat> so, the similarities are, are a profile that David and his team concluded on. And six years later, they concluded that the largest number of missing people in any national park would be found in California. Yosemite, to be more precise. Now, uh, these uh, I'm going to go ahead and mention the things about the similarities about these cases. And I'm going to touch on a couple cases, actually. And one very weird case that's just... I don't know. There's a lot of shit there to <laughs> to see. So, um, yeah. Okay. So check this out. Whenever they would bring canines in in search and rescue to pick up a person's scent, ninety-five to ninety-nine percent of the time, the canines could not pick up anything at all, or they were unwilling to pick up a scent. Or they would just not care, which is weird for obviously fish and rescue canines. And they would actually speak to the, uh, to the uh, people that would handle these dogs, and they would let them know, you know what? After a certain amount of years that you're around these dogs, you would know their behavior and, and how they work. And it was just unusual for them to see these dogs not have any interest at all of picking up a scent. So another similarity in these cases. Or the kind of landscape or the kind of background area that there is. A lot of these of these cases, the similarity is that they are in a lot of big, huge rock fields. It's, that's one similarity. And also, the one of the, the more peculiar ones, peculiar similarities is that when a lot of people, a lot of times, a lot of people go missing. They're never. They are never found. There is no evidence. No trace at all. Nothing. It's like they vanished into thin air. So, it, that, that's one crazy thing about that. And the people that have been found alive and unharmed have um, the crazy similarity about that is that they have some sort of disability that does not allow them to speak. They you know they have some sort of, of speech impediment or they have maybe uh, Down syndrome or... So something like that, to, to, um, for example, sorry, 
I don't know much about medical uh, conditions, just the ones that I uh, commented off the top of my head. Some sort of genetic disease also that does not, does not allow them to communicate properly. So, um, and a lot of the times when they're gone, they're gone for days and they, they have no recollection of where they have been all this time. And that's, that's pretty crazy because in the book, it kind of goes on to say, it kind of feels like they're being targeted, maybe. I mean, that's just one similarity that, of course, they would take them and bring them back because there's no way they could say anything. So, yeah, that's, that is oh, fucking weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just tripping on, on and thinking about, I mean, I, I'm a father myself and that's some fuck shit i mean we all have we all know somebody with kids that you know we like and all that stuff family members friends we all know that shit and so, you know something something what happened to those kids i mean that's just fucking crazy man. i mean and i i stress this a lot because there's no information there's no national database in any national force that even points to any any missing people there's no names kept no evidence nothing and that's fucking weird. I mean, why wouldn't you have a database, you know, with all this information? It could be useful to somebody else. And they can know what to look look for, you know? And that's fucking nuts. But the, the crazy thing about that is they have database, a database, that lets people know what movies have been filmed in what national forest and in what area. And I, and I believe in what dates. So that's, I guess, pretty useful, you know? So, and and another thing that's, that's troubling is that... A lot of these people are children that go missing, and they're they're never heard from again. Imagine that. I mean, if, if there would be some sort of closure, you know, if you knew where the body was, but no, a parent a parent wouldn't be wouldn't be able to you know, um, know what happened. That that's probably the worst part about it. I mean, I guess when somebody knows that a, uh, a friend or a family member has passed away and they have body present. They know what's up, but when you don't have that, that's that's the worst feeling in the world. I, I'm I'm assuming, you know. So, um, sometimes these kids are found alive. So, you know that that's one one thing that's great. But uh, I've heard, I've heard interviews with uh, Mr. Uh, Paulides, and he's mentioned a couple things, and a couple things is that a couple things. <laughs> These kids come back, but they come back different. They look the same, but sometimes parents claim that it's it's the person that they that they're claiming to be, but it's not them really. It's a it's I don't know if I, I can that explains anything, but it's it's their it's their child, but it's not. It feels like a very different person. So I don't know. There's one case, <clears throat> the case of. Uh, Dior Kuntz Jr. This uh, there's this is a little boy that went missing July tenth, twenty fifteen, Timber Creek Camp Campground Stone Reservoir, Stone Reservoir and Ledor. It's uh, I think it's just outside of Idaho Falls. So he went on a camping trip with both parents, Dior Senior, Mother Jessica, uh, Grandpa, which I I, I can't really uh, just I'm sorry, Mother Jessica's uh, grand, Grandpa. I can't really remember his name at the moment. And uh, Grandpa's friend Isaac. So, um, they went ahead and you know went to this campground. They got to the campground 
the night of July 9th. So as soon as they got there, they immediately set up camp and rest for the next day, you know, and and there you go, fall asleep. Next day arrives, they have a breakfast, they do everything they need to do. They go down to the local store, which is, you know, maybe a five minute drive down, you know, uh, I guess a very rocky road. And um, they pick up their essentials and stuff like that, a couple things for um, their child, you know, candy, stuff like that. So they're driving back to the the uh, campground. And I guess grandpa and I, and the friend Isaac had been fishing. So I guess grandpa shows the fish to shows the fish to you know his uh, his granddaughter and husband and little this little boy Dior. And this little boy gets excited because I guess this little boy loved bugs and you know fishing and being outdoors, you know things like that. So I guess the parents say, well, you know what? I don't believe you. Where'd you get this fish at? You know, show me. Let's, let's go check it out. So I guess Dior Senior and Mother Jessica, they go uh, follow Isaac to this, this fishing home that he said, he claims that he, he caught this fish. And Grandpa stays behind the campground. And little Dior, I guess they asked little Dior if he wants to go ahead and you know, go with them. So he, he starts uh, walking with them. And I guess halfway through, through, um, through the walk, he decides to go back. So his his mom makes sure that he he goes uh, back to the campground. So she's walking back and she keeps looking back to see if he's head, head, headed back there. So as soon as she sees that, you know, he's pretty close, she turns back and she leaves. So, you know, she's grandpa's supposed to be watching him. He goes back and I guess grandpa sees him come back but he doesn't, um, you know, really pay attention to him because he's doing some other shit, you know, not even fucking pay attention. So, you know, the um, the parents, they check out the swimming hole, uh, the fishing hole. They go back to get a little Dior, you know, see if they go fishing. And I guess when they get there, um, the dad asks, well, where's the little Dior? You know, asks the grandpa. And grandpa's like, well, he's right here. And we're going to find out that he's not there. So... That's when they kind of panic right there, and they go ahead and start looking for him. I'm assuming they call out, you know, look everywhere. Now, uh, this one thing that you need to keep in mind, there's a very rocky background, and it's steep hill. Steep, steep hills. And, I, and, and I've seen the documentary, too. And these, these hills are a, a crazy hike. I believe it's for experts, you know, pro fucking hikes and shit. So for a boy his age, I, I, I believe it's... I don't want to. I don't want to butcher. You know his age, and I don't want to fuck up anything. You know, I don't want to disrespect. But he was a small boy, and I believe he's like two to three years old. I believe. So, a boy that small, and <laughs> so he's not going to be making it up there. That's too steep. That's fucking impossible. You know, if it's if it's impossible for for a fucking grown ass person, imagine for a kid. So, that's one thing that that they're looking at, and. Also, and this this little boy was wearing, you know, oversized cowboy boots. So imagine a little boy wearing oversized cowboy boots. He's, he, they're gonna come off, as his grandma stated, because I guess you know she she used her other grand grandkids as as an uh, example that it, whenever she would take her grand grandkids somewhere, they was wearing they were wearing those boots. They would you know kick their fucking you know, kick little little feet and they would come off. So if they come off that e- easily, imagine with someone, a little kid's trying to make a hike steep as fuck. Not gonna happen, you know. And, and it's it's just common sense shit. So that's nuts. 
It's fucking nuts. Um, <laughs> sorry. Moodles don't do shit, so. So, yeah, and before I get to more details, this is a side note. Um, the parents hired a pri private investigator to, you know, make their own investigation. And he asked the grandpa if he, at any time, when Dior was there, that he, if he went, at any, at any time he went into the trailer that it, they had. And grandpa claims he didn't, but for some reason, I guess the private investigator believes that he did. So he believes that he was not being truthful by that. So that's a little sign up there. Um, so everything happened so fast. The mother's trying to get in contact with uh, 911. She's getting no reception. Finally, she gets a bar and she gets in contact with 911. And she lets him know, she lets him know hey, we're at this campsite um, in Leador, just outside of Idaho Falls, and I can't find my son. So while this is happening, the father goes all the way down, I guess, um, to get uh, drive to get better reception. He's also on the, um, with 911 at the same time the mother the mother is. So when all this is happening and all this plays out, in the investigation, they turn their attention to to of course the parent. Well, actually, everybody that was there, everybody that was there is a person of interest just because they were there. They were there. So, you know, they confirm where Isaac, where Grandpa's friend Isaac was, you know, while this happened, and they confirmed it, it was with them. And they were showing, he was showing the fishing hole to um, the parents. And Grandpa was there. So they also turned, you know, attention to Grandpa. Maybe he might have done something to him, something to him you know, might have killed him in an accident. I don't know. And they also get a little concerned with the friend Isaac because if you, if you hear this guy talk and... If you watch him, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't want to be judgmental, you know. I mean, he is a little odd, but maybe that's just the way he is, you know. He, 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 it's just, they may be, you know, wrong about him. Who knows? But they were looking into him, too, because he just looks, he was a little odd character. So, I get that. So, they will go ahead and, and you know, call search and rescue, I believe, uh, um, immediately. But there's more people volunteering the next day so they i guess there was like a, i guess 100 plus people maybe even 200 people um on the that campsite and uh, and looking for this little boy so <laughs> the um so let, let's go into a little detail about um i guess the case and how the parents were the sus the one of the main suspects actually so what people were saying, and they were mentioning, they were mentioning the 911 call that the mother had. Um, and if you hear it, I mean, I guess you could, you could hear the distress in her voice. Maybe that's the way she would, she reacts to things. I mean, she sounds very nervous, and you know, because she can't find her boy. So, I mean, maybe it seems to me like she's trying to keep her cool while she's talking to this 911 operator, but really deep inside, she's just fucked up because, you know, she can't find her son. But, they made it seem like she's not really worried about it, or not very hysterical like a, I guess a normal mother would be. But I mean, again, who knows? That's just the way people take things differently, you know? That's pretty fucking crazy, knows? <clears throat> also, they suspect Grandpa because also the same thing with Grandpa. If you if you look at the way he speaks and about the subject, about the subject, it's kind of cold about it. 
And he was like, eh, well, yeah, I want him back and all, but, you know, it's make, make, kind of makes it seem like, well, I want him back and all, but if, if he's not back, let's go too. But, you know, you know it's just, it just looks fucking weird. It's, it, sound, it looks suspicious and suspicious. You know? I mean, why wouldn't they look into it, right? I mean, and also, the crazy thing about it is that there was no official record or conclusion about what happened, but the sheriffs, sheriffs were really quick to say, oh, it was a mountain, mountain lion attack. To be because of the disappearance, I believe. So, um, you know, David Paulides was not convinced of this naturally. So, you know, he 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 acquired you know online experts. Um, um, so yeah. Um, so if you know, I'm wrong about the whole sheriff thing. Excuse me, but like I said, um, it's, it's only obvious shit that you know points out that. There's no animal attack. He was if he was kidnapped, there would have been a struggle. He would have dropped his boot again because oversized. <laughs> Excuse me. There would have been a mountain lion attack. There would have been a struggle. There would have been drag marks. Pretty fucked up shit. I mean, you could tell right away when it's a bad attack. Blood everywhere. You would have seen that shit. And it's it's it just there's nothing, no evidence of that. That's that's fucking nuts. So there there's a bunch of theories. A lot of a lot of people calling in with tips. They said, "Oh, you know, they they would call in and say, I seen him here, I seen him there.' You know, the, a couple of times they confused the boy for somebody else. Now his features are pretty much blonde, hazel eyes. You know, light skinned kid, and so a couple of times there was a couple kids with the same features." that were seen with different men and it turned out that, you know, it wasn't them. It was just, you know, father, son, shit like that. So that's, that's pretty nuts. There's been, and also, um, since we're talking about weird, Mr. Politis, I guess, has spoken to, I guess, the, the most important people in, I guess, the UFO community that very respected and very brilliant minds. Um, and they concluded that they're, doesn't look like there's any evidence of, you know, abduction or anything like that. So, yeah, I went there. I fucking went there. It's one of my fucking favorite subjects, too, so. <laughs> Fuck it, right? That's how it is. So, I mean, there's a bunch of shit here that doesn't add up. The kid was never found. There's no trace of him. There's no... And a lot of, a lot of people say, well, hey, if he was kidnapped, somebody would have seen him. I mean, that's a, a fucking... There's only one way in, you know? So somebody would have seen him. See, have seen that truck or something like that. I mean, come on. You know, that's just fucking nuts, you know? So, um... <laughs> let's go ahead and... Sorry. Stone mine. So, before I do that, I'm going to get into a little detail about... They explain... In... A little bit of detail how they do the search and rescue the whole rescue thing um they i guess there was a creek by um by the campsite and i guess they scour every fucking thing like literally inch by inch everything and there was nothing and there was no sign of any bodies any accident nothing like that so they were describing well day police was describing that the way they do and i never knew this before search and rescue is that they walk five feet and they observe everything in sight i mean fucking every stick, every nook and cranny, anything. 
and that's how they how they they go ahead and you know do the thing. Five more feet, search around, look around, every detail, and find more feet. I mean, that's how, that's how they do this fucking thing, and it's. I mean, they went into detail that they would fucking use chainsaws in the creek uh, for the trees that were down to see if there was anything under there. I mean, nothing. It's like we vanished. And, and once <laughs> they were talking about once they can't find any evidence where the person went missing, they focus on the parents and they focus on everybody that was there. And I guess, they, you know, they fuck with them. They fuck with their heads and shit. They just to see if they, they could... If they were, they had something to do with this. See if they could pin each other, pin them on each other, and you know, one of them will fucking give in and you know, tell the truth. And no, law enforcement did not have fucking any evidence that pointed towards any of these people having a, anything to do with this missing, missing child. So I mean, but I have, I have seen a lot of you know weird details here and there. That you know they they were both involved and he was never there at the campsite because only that only four of them were there and you know no nobody else can confirm that that that, that, that kid was there with them so that's kind of fucking weird also I mean why would you say that you know people like to throw all kinds of shit out there and also another detail of this is the private investigator they hired actually went ahead and decided not to go continue this investigation because he felt that they were being untruthful about um, what happened that day. And he kind of he kind of hinted that he believed that they 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 knew where the body was at. So that's kind of fucking weird too. And fuck. It's fucking nuts. So also they um they were looking at the mother because like, I guess it seems that she was I guess she had a hard time dealing with kids. She would leave her kid in daycare all the time, unattended, and it's, you know, just little, little weird shit, you know, that, like that, that make people suspicious of her, you know, but again, I mean, fuck, nobody's perfect, right, fuck, I can't be a perfect parent, I try to be the best parent I can, but sometimes we fucking, kids fucking make us pull our hair out and shit, <laughs> fuck, okay, so let's go ahead and move on to the case of Jared Atadero. Now, Jared Atadero was a three-year-old boy who disappeared on October 2nd, 1999 on the Big South Trail, Colorado Mountains, more, specific, more specifically by Pudro Canyon Resort, which his father, Alan Atadero, owned at the time. So, um, the father just goes on to explain that you know, he was, he loved working at a resort, cause, you know, even though he owned, uh, uh, he owned it and he had people working for him. The best thing about working at the resort is that he was able to be with his son and his daughter, you know, 24-7, which, you know, who wouldn't want to be with their son, daughter for, you know, all, all day long. So this, um, this boy went missing, um, in the fall of 99. Uh, because and the weird about, thing about it is that he went missing with a, a group of Christian singles that was staying at the lodge, helping Alan prepare for the winter in exchange for lodging. So this little boy and these Christian singles went on a um, on a hike. 
All right, all right. So we're catching a break here. Reason why? I just want to give a little explanation. This this episode was supposed to drop on Monday, and it didn't. <clears throat> Not because I'm being lazy. Just that I have a family family to take care of, and I also work graveyard and haven't gotten enough sleep lately because we're doing a lot of transitioning where I work at. So, um, no excuse, of course. But I'm still here, still doing the damn thing. I'm I'm gonna try to make this a weekly thing. I I don't want to say what day I'm gonna drop it. Just be expecting one every week because I don't know exactly what my schedule is and what things that I have to do. So, and being a father, that takes up a lot of my time, which I love. But we're still doing it. We're still fucking here. Finally got some sleep. Finally, you know, sitting down and recording shit. And I'm glad that I, you know, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that I have a, a space to record on, you know, and all this technology to help me out and shit. And I also want to thank Anchor. I haven't even fucking thanked Anchor. Thank you guys, man, for real. Without you guys, this shit would not be possible. So, and this is, I mean, you guys are fucking doing it. Zero fucking charge. I love that. You guys are awesome. You guys are doing a lot of things for people that want to fucking express themselves and are kind of camera shy and shit like that and, and don't want to do the whole fucking media thing, you know, you know, behind the camera and shit. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. <coughs> so we're going to go ahead and continue with the story. Um, also, we are going to continue with this fucking bowl. Hit this shit off a little bong, a little Z-bong and shit that I bought at this uh, shop and shit. It was pretty dope. So let me hit this shit before I fucking uh, go back to the story. Lucy, <laughs> oh shit, I'm choking on the bong, woo, <coughs> whoa, fuck, I can't cut a stem in there, <laughs> fuck, that's nasty, alright, so, let's continue, so we left off with, um, Alan Tadero, where he let, he let his uh, kids go on a hike with his Christian group, the singles Christian group that had arrived in his um on his property on his I guess resort you want to call it, and um yeah so this Christian group decides hey you know what fuck it let's not go to the fishery let's go up up the up the road 15 miles they did so and uh, well everybody gets there gets out starts on the trail <clears throat> and as they start on the trail. I think uh, some short time after, um, they, uh, well, you know what? I'm sorry. Let me back up a bit. So they decided to go up the road to a trail called the Big South Trailhead, which is a 6.5 mile hike. And this trail is, you know, pretty big. It's moderate to um, difficult, I believe. I don't know if that I'm using the right terminology. You guys that hike, if you anybody that hikes and stuff, pretty much it's, it's a uh, okay hike if uh, you know, but if you're not in shape, it's gonna fuck you up. It's gonna beat your ass up once you're done and shit. You can't you can take a kid there, but um, you just have to have them with you all at all times. So, I you know it it seems it seems okay, you know, for you know family to go up there. It's, it has its hills, ups and downs, and stuff like that. So, I mean, you can imagine if you go off the trail, it's really rocky up the hills and shit. So it's better to go you know centered and shit, but it's pretty rocky. All right, so going back to the story, they went ahead and they started getting separated as a small group. You know, they, they some stay behind, some go on, on ahead. I believe that 
the adult that was with um, um, uh, Jared Atidero, uh and, um, excuse me, sorry, there was an adult, Jared Atadero, and his sister. So they went ahead uh, uh, in front of the whole group. So as they do so, Jared starts to get actually more ahead of them. Uh, you know how the kids are. I mean, typical three-year-old behaviors, excited about being out in nature and shit and laughing and, you know, all that, all that stuff. So he goes on ahead and they lose sight of him. Um, the elapsed time that passed um, between the, um, the, uh, when he went missing when they, and they realized that, you know, he wasn't there was about 10 to 20 minutes. So naturally they said, oh, you know, where's Jared? We, you know, haven't seen him for a bit. Let's go ahead and, you know, catch up with him. So it didn't happen. They tried to catch up with him and they're walking and walking and they still couldn't catch up with him. They couldn't find him. So how far can a three-year-old go on this type of trail? And especially if you were trying to go uphill, I mean, it's not going to happen. This shit's, any, anybody with a fucking, a little bit common of common sense is going to tell you that it's in, it's in fucking possible for a three-year-old to go up off trail because it's just fucking too steep. Too many fucking, too many uh, rocks. And if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, if you're kicking your clumsy ass feet around, not, not to say that kids have clumsy feet, but if you're not paying attention, you could literally fucking break your ankle there. Break, not sprain, break. So that's fucking crazy. So, um, while this is happening, there's claims and reports that Jared was walking, I guess, by a stream, or I think, I don't know if it's a fishing hole, and they saw two, he saw two fishermen there. And he was, as he was passing by, he approached the fishermen and he asked them if there was any bears in the area. And they, you know, replied no, and, um, you know, he, he went on his way. But, um, um, other reports also say that you know, uh, um, I remember one thing about him that he, you know, he started playing in the water, started tapping the water um, with the stick. And if you guys know anything about fishing, um, you know, scare scare the uh, scare the fish away. So I guess the 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 fishermen were kind of rude to say, hey, you know, stop that kid, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. And you know, the kid went on his way. Just keep this in mind: the kid is literally fucking three years old, and he's out by himself. That's that's. That's just one thing to keep in mind in the back of your head while we uh, keep going with this story. So, um, so the dad, and actually this is one of the hardest parts to watch of, uh, of uh, actually this is part of the uh, documentary. And this is one of the hardest parts to go through the documentary because the dad describing, you know, how he felt that day when they, the lady that was taking care of his kids came in and told him, hey, um, you know... Uh, there's something, you know, there's something wrong with Jared. You know, he's, he's okay. He's just, we can't find him. So that's fucking crazy because that describes that after they left to go to the fishery, supposedly, he, you know, was watching a football game, and I guess nodded off, I guess 15 minutes in. And then after that, he sometime passed and then they woke him up and they told him that his son was missing. All the while, I mean, this kid, this guy doesn't know, you know, how the fuck he got in his truck. He just got in his truck and shit. And he's driving, you know, 15 miles up the, up the road. And all the while he's driving, he's fucking screaming at the top of his lungs, you know, for God to help him. Beating his fucking chest, you know, saying to his son, I'm sorry, Jared, Jared I'm sorry, I mean, uh, little man, you know. And, and that, that's, that's fucking hard. That's hard to watch, man, because I'm, I'm a dad myself. And that, damn, that's just fucked up. So he's, I mean, the dad is literally fucking, like, beating himself 
you know, because he lets his, his kid go and, and he feels that, like it's his fault. So, dad gets there, immediately gets, you know, gets out of the truck, jams out the fucking trails. As soon as he gets there, starts calling his name, you know, calling him, calling him, calling him. He, he realizes that that fucking trail is so big that he's going to need help because he can't find him. And, you know, uh, he, got, he got help. I guess the next day they had a bunch of people there, you know. <clears throat> they searched and rescue that day, but they had a bunch of people there, you know, after that. So, um, it's, it, it's fucking nuts, man. It, it's, it's, uh, it's not fair, really, to tell you the truth. Because I mean, it's 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 just fucked up, man. It's one of your, imagine one of your fa dearest family members you know, goes goes missing. It's just you'll fucking lose your mind. There's nothing that you'll fucking do besides try to look for that person. You know, make sure they come home safe and shit. So you know. Um, another thing that was is really curious about about this case, and and uh, I know you'll agree with me, is that. There's, there's no evidence. There was no evidence at all. Nothing. You know, nothing at all to, to, um, obviously there was no evidence to point to his, uh, his location or maybe to point out what happened exactly. So imagine this just for a second. Okay. Put yourself in that shoes. Three years pass by. You don't have your son. All you have is your daughter, which is good because, you know, you're going to love your daughter also, but I mean, the other part of you is, you know, concerned about your son and stuff like that. And you realize that you have another um, child to take care of also. But imagine for three years, not knowing where your son is, if he's alive, he's not. That's fucking torture. Not knowing what happened to him, fucking shit plays on your mind 24-7 like a fucking record. And you even fucking dream about that shit for three years. That must be hell. If hell exists, that's got to be it. On the realist. That's real talk right there. So. And for three years, 65 search and rescue professionals. We're talking about fucking top of the industry here in the U.S. Work day and night. Without sleep. You know. And and you have to be a fucking passionate person for life. And for your fellow man to do that. Imagine that shit. Dedicating. And these people have families to take care of too. But they dedicated a big, huge amount of uh, of that time to look for for this the, um, this this child, Jared. So um, nothing for three years, and all of a sudden, one day, two guys are hiking on the big uh, uh big South Trailhead, and they say, "You know what? Fuck it, let's go off trail. Fuck it, I'm feeling kind of funky, dunky right now and shit. Let's go off trail." So they decided to go up to up the mountain. And I seen pictures of the fucking mountain, man, and it, it is fucking rocky. I mean, like I said, you could break your fucking ankle there if you're not if you're not careful. And <clears throat> excuse me. So they go off trail, and uh, I guess I don't know how many. I don't I don't remember exactly how many feet up the uh, up the mountain, but they come up to um, this shoe, this white shoe, very you know, very I guess pristine, or I guess. Um, in, in mint condition, perfect, like it was still new, you know, like if somebody just uh, lost a shoe and he was, he said, I, I was expecting to see a, a kid, you know, maybe a couple feet up because, you know, it looked like a fresh shoe that somebody just lost it, <clears throat> and that wasn't the case, and uh, actually, close to there, they find 
um, Jared's jacket all torn up, and they find the pants that he was wearing also. So that that's pretty gut wrenching, you know. It's torn up and stuff like that. Along with that, on a tree stump, they find a skull cap, which I don't know if you guys know what a skull cap is. It's the um part, the top of your skull, pretty much, you know, the, the the round part of your skull and shit that covers your 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 head and shit like that. That that's what it is. So um, found that and a tooth on a tree stump, which is fucking weird, you know. And sadly, yeah, you know, and um, but. I mean, I don't want to be fucked up because I don't want to disturb the dead. I feel very strongly about that. But just let's let's think about it for a second here. You know, my my fucking crazy mind, my crazy fucking stranger thing, fucking watching mind that thought, hey, what if? <laughs> what if? Because if you guys if, if you guys seen that fucking series of Stranger Things, they talk about and the reason why I got hooked hooked because I I never even fucking heard of it. Until the day it dropped, and the day it dropped, it, it said, you know, oh, blah, blah, this, and I, I didn't even read the description, you know, I just saw Stranger Things, I'm like, fuck it, I, I put it on, and as I was going on the fucking season, I don't want to fucking ruin for anybody, but there's just one thing that literally got me hooked, and is, um, if you guys know about the MK Ultra, MK Ultra um, element to the, um, to the series, and so MK Ultra is pretty much, in a nutshell, uh, <laughs> a project of, of, of the government, and it was uh, their main thing was mind control. So you know, and, and amongst other things, I believe. So um, that whole element to it, you know, it, it kind of you know, like, oh, you know, it got me hooked because those of you that know me, really like personally, personally know that I have I have had run-ins with the paranormal. Even if you don't believe it, I believe it. Because I've seen it with my own two eyes. I'm, I'm not special. I'm not fucking... I, I don't want to say, oh, you know, I see dead people and shit. But sh you know you know when it's not right. And you know your gut tells you, even if you don't want to fucking think about it, your gut tells you that was some next level shit, you know? And I've dealt with the paranormal my whole fucking life. Not that I want to, not by choice. You know, you guys might believe me, you guys might, might not believe it, but I've dealt with that shit. And instead of fucking running away from it, I actually jumped into it fucking head first and said, you know what? I don't, I want to know what the fuck's going on. And the reason being is because I'm going to get a little personal with you guys. You know, not, a lot, not a lot of people know this about um, uh, me and, you know, but uh, from what I know, from what I've been told by by my mother, um, is that my grandfather on my mother's side used to do some funky ass next level um, occult, occult arts, black arts shit. Real heavy. Real heavy duty shit where if you guys, you know what, I'm going to do something. I'm going to fucking write the stories down. Maybe even fucking put a book out. You know, fuck it, an ebook. But the stories that my mother tells me, and my mother is very, fuck, my mother is very truthful. I've never known her lie any about anything. My, and my mother has some sort of fucking sixth six sense about these things, you know, because I know it. You know, and I think all mothers have, you know, some sort of sixth sense and shit, but she actually is, is trying to hone into it. And, you know, she's really good about it with with her instincts and shit. She's not a liar, and not not just that. My uncles and aunts have confirmed these stories, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. So I'm gonna do that for you guys. I'm gonna fucking go ahead and um I'm gonna drop it. Maybe maybe in a couple holidays from now, these stories are fucking nuts. But these stories happen, and all this shit happened because I believe because of, of my grandfather, of the shit he was doing and the shit he dealt with, and I you know that's just fucking nuts to me. So. 
my element is, you know, I don't want to disturb the dead. But here's here's why. Here's why I think that some some is going on because obviously he's pointing at he's not pointing at any conspiracies. He's just pointing at the fact that they haven't found any of these fucking kids. Excuse me, any of these kids, you know, at all. So the crazy thing about this, let's go back to the story, is that they found his clothes. Good, okay, I get it. torn up. All right, just at um at at a glance, you'd say, "Oh fuck, man! It had to been a, had to been a mountain lion, some sort of fucking big animal or a bear." Because, you know, obviously torn clothes. Okay, granted, all right, but the clothes that have no, didn't have any blood, didn't have any hair, any skin, anything at all, to point a to a mountain lion attack. Mount, yeah. So, and there was no mountain lion hair, and. When you have a mountain lion attack, there's some somewhere along the lines you will have a big na a big nasty scene. You know you're gonna have you're gonna see you'll know because there's a struggle everywhere. There's gonna be blood everywhere. There's gonna be maybe even fucking pieces of meat. You know there's gonna be a disturbance all over the place here, and maybe that's not apparent to to everyday you know I because it probably wouldn't maybe be apparent to me until I start looking. But I mean that's. That's that's one of the things that 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 brought up a big red flag with this guy, David Paulides, is that how is that possible? You have so you have evidence of a mountain lion attack, but still you don't. You have no blood, nothing of that sort to um, to give your I guess theory or whatever you're saying validity. You know, it's not. It's not fucking. It's not gonna happen. So you you think about that for a second. So we are we already know that this kid was missing for. For three years, no evidence, nothing. And here's the the other part, is that they combed all these parts of the mountain. I mean, every fucking inch. Tell me, sixty-five people plus volunteers. So we were talking about sixty-five, and I'm pretty sure there's volunteers. So they're combing these areas, and for three years, and all of a sudden, an area they fucking combed back and forth, front to back. All of a sudden, oh shit, there's this evidence. Nah, I ain't buying that shit. Nah, go fuck off for that. The reason why I say that is because how the fuck is it possible that you have that you're 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 the United States of America? And don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking the United States. I love this country. The fucking government is who I dislike. There's people that are very honest, and there's still people. I, I believe this. There's some people in the government that are very, very honest that truly want to make a difference in the U.S. But there's Black, you know, fuck it, yeah. There's black fucking powers. Now I'm not talking about black as in race. No, don't get me wrong. So don't fucking start getting all pissed and shit, all right? I'm talking about black energy, black arts, bullshit in the government. If you don't believe me, shit, look it up. There's fucking evil higher powers in the government. You guys fucking know. You guys, you guys can agree with me. That are fucking trying to, trying to fucking make this country and turn it upside down. I'm not gonna get too political, but y'all know, y'all know. Don't fuck. It doesn't fucking matter if you're Republican, Democrat, whatever the fuck you want to do. Bottom line is, at the end of the day, if the fucking government wants to fuck you, he's gonna, it's gonna fuck you, no matter what political party you are, no matter what fucking race you are, no matter what fucking gender you you fucking choose to be, they're still gonna fuck you. So no matter, it doesn't matter how fucking racist you want to be, no matter how you fuck, how stupid you want to be in this country. Bottom line, the president is still gonna fucking put it in your ass.
The country's still gonna put it. The government's still gonna put it in your hands. I love this country, but I don't think it's fucking fair that you have this kind of shit going on and you have no fucking information for the families, none whatsoever. How the fuck is that possible? U.S., one of the biggest fucking countries in the world, cannot fucking find it's missing. Bull fucking shit. I don't buy that at all. Mr. Uh, Atadero, the father, asked to see the spot where his son was, was, um, his son's remains were found and all the evidence. And guess what the fucking National Forest said? No. No. Okay. How the fuck is that possible? How the fuck are you going to tell me that I can't go in a fucking national fucking forest that is open to the public and you're going to tell me that I can't fucking go to the area that where they where they found my son's fucking remains and evidence? Fuck you. <laughs> Suck my fucking shit for that. I'm sorry. That's bullshit. How are you going to tell somebody that? Huh? You can't do that shit. How, how the fuck are you not going to have databases for this in a national forest? How the fuck are you not going to have that? You don't have names, you don't have evidence, you don't have dates, you don't have anything of the fucking sort to point, to even help anybody fucking on this, on any of these cases. But yet you, you, you have, oh, I'm going to fucking have a list of, of fucking movies that were done in National Forest. Oh, okay. What kind of shit is that, man? It's fucking stupid. Yeah, I know I fucking sound dumb and shit. But it's, it's bottom line is how the fuck are you not going to have that shit? Nah. It's like, okay, well, um, oh, I see this movie was filmed this fucking time. Oh, it's fucking... Great. All right. Yeah. Bullshit. You can't tell me that. Nah. I ain't buying that shit. Look it up. If you if you don't believe me, this ain't no fucking bullshit. It's real talk. That pisses me off. How, how the fuck you know do you, do your people dirty like that in a country that's supposed to, that's supposed to be fucking on top of shit? You know. No. I ain't buying it. There's too much shit. Uh, to this, and and if if wait, there's more. Trust me on this shit. You're gonna fucking you're gonna trip out on on this next fucking case. And it's real it's real short. I'm gonna get it straight to the point. Um, yeah, that's my fucking rant, man. Um, uh, like I said, I love this country. I don't got anything, but uh, I guess this country. You know, I know there's I know there's gotta be rules and regulations, immigration. I understand that shit, but still, you know. All this bullshit, whatever, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's just this government, this old government shit, man, is, gets me heated because y'all know about this shit. You guys know, you guys can agree with me that, that, this, you guys know this fucking country's upside down right now. You guys know that shit. And it, it fucking, it sucks, man. It really fucking sucks, you know, because we could, we could be, we could, we can get along together just fine. Really. No matter how many, how, 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 how different your, your, um, your thinking is you, you can get along with, with each other just fine. I know that shit for a fact. It's just that there's too many ego and too much bullshit and a bigger agenda than people realize. And people need to start fucking opening their eyes and shit. Because if you don't, if if you if you're just fucking, it's like if you're driving at night without headlights, you're driving blind. And I, and I I fucking stress this a lot. But if, if you just pay attention to a little bit of, 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 of fucking uh, details and shit, you 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 guys will know that you know it's this country's upside down. I mean, have you guys not seen everything that's going on and shit? It's fucked up. So y'all pay attention and shit. Open your eyes a little bit. You know, do me do me that favor. You no, know, I don't want to get too serious on this fucking podcast, cause, you know. But sometimes we got it. 
because that's one of the reasons why I, I, I started this podcast to fucking to um to be vo- vocal about the things that kind of piss me off and shit. And if um you know if anybody if you guys know me and shit personally, you guys know that we are. Not, and I'm not trying to fucking show off. It's just real talking and shit. We I have a well I have a punk band and shit, and we talk about this shit. Why? Because sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't really talk to people. You have to fucking scream it in their face because they can't. It fucking head doesn't fucking see shit for what it is. You know what I mean? So you know, some somebody asked me like, "Well, why do you guys yell and shit? Are you listening when I talk? No." That's why we fucking yell. To wake your ass up a little bit. I'm not, I ain't fucking, I'm not the, I'm not the smartest cat, but for a long time, I've already known that, that there's funky shit going on in this country that's not fucking fair to anybody. No matter where, where you're from, no matter what race you are, no matter what fucking religion you are, no matter what fucking uh, gender you want to fucking be, whatever the fuck you want to do, we're all people here. We're all human. That's the real race, the human race. So, sorry, ranting about this shit. So let's get <laughs> woo stone to the bone. <laughs> so let's get on with the uh, with this other easy case and shit, but with trippier fucking results. So hold on for a second. Okay, so one one a final detail about the um, Jared case. None of the clothes or the shoe where look had damage of weather so it didn't have any weather damage mind you three years passed by and if it was there no no weather damage no sun damage they looked like they was just brand new from the fucking store how is that possible if three years have gone by it doesn't make sense that somebody would keep somebody alive for three years and then kill them off and then drop them off at a random spot where they went missing it doesn't it doesn't make sense at all at least in my eyes so think about that if um you don't you know you know anything about leaving your stuff outside for a long time especially in the uh uh summer it'll it'll uh, make it uh i guess it'll fade away like if you put clothes out there it'll it'll fucking bleach them and shit of the sun so i mean that's that's very apparent and i see the pictures of the evidence and shit and they look fucking brand new like nothing happens you know and that's it's kind of mysterious, you know. <clears throat> a little bit of a of a red flag there, also to um, to uh, to think about, actually. Also, Miss um, <clears throat> Rakdero um, asked for the assistance of the FBI, <laughs> and uh, the FBI's response was uh, they were told that we're. Uh, the evidence, the FBI let them know that there was no evidence of a crime and that they would not get involved. Which is kind of weird, right? Because, I mean, uh, it's just fucking weird. Why would you do that shit? I mean, that's another red flag right there, right? One more thing. I don't remember exactly what case it was at, uh, on, but think about this for a second. One of the cases, uh, I forgot what national forest. A fucking uh, elite, elite. I'm talking about creme de la creme. Fucking Green Beret team was deployed into one of the national forests. Why? That's fucking weird, right? Green Beret special forces in there, in and out. 
Swept the whole fucking area. Didn't say a fucking word. What's the whole point? They were never there. They were ghosts. But people reported them fucking... They saw them. Green Beret fucking special forces. That's fucking weird. For, for what reason? Think about that shit. That's just fucking nuts, right? I mean, if it's just missing a missing person, then there shouldn't be any fucky stuff going on, right? Excuse me. Now I remember. <clears throat> so, um, we're going to get to that Green Beret thing um, a bit more uh, later on. Um, the case of Dennis Martin. <clears throat> this kid uh, went missing, I think, in the 60s, I believe. About the same age I... Same age as uh, the, uh, these other other kids that were missing, uh, Jared and um, Little Dior. And <laughs> crazy thing is that, um, long story short, I guess the the Martins were there for you know for a camp out things like that, blah blah blah. Um, you know they they went up to um, ex I guess it is one one. Let me look at my notes real quick. All right, so it was the Great Smoky Mountains, I believe. In Tennessee, Great Smoky Mountains National Park in Tennessee, I believe. Um, he went missing there, and uh, at the age of six, I believe. And long story short, so they, they you know, the Martins go get up there to the mountains, stuff like that, blah blah blah, campsite. Um, immediately, immediately when they get there, you know, chill out, whatever they, you know, you do at a campsite. Um, I guess they were pro uh, they were approached by a family, or they they you know ran into a family and said, hey. You know, we're the Martins, and they're like, hey, we're the Martins, too. So, you know, they got together, the kids started playing, blah, 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 yada, yada. Um, I guess the, the the father was, you know, you know, just watching his kid play, just make sure, you know, all his kids play, make sure that they were cool and shit. And all of a sudden, his his son goes behind a bush, something like that. I guess there's shortly after, like, short, short time after that, literally, like, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty talking about minutes here. Um, the kid does not show up. He doesn't come back. So all the kids come back, you know, from both families, except for the, this little boy, Dennis Martin. Um, they immediately do the, do the whole thing. You know, search and rescue. You know, they, they, when they can't find this kid, but literally how the fuck is it possible for the one, one minute? Literally it's, it's not, it's not that fucking bushy. You just go behind a bush or around the corner and shit. How is that possible that your kid goes missing within one minute, two minutes of that? I mean, literally, he fucking disappeared, banished, that's it. And all the kids came back, and, and he didn't, which is fucking weird. So, all these things are happening. Um, they can't find this kid again, like, into thin air and shit. So, the search and rescue comes through. All these things happen. Um, they can't find this kid. Literally, he disappeared. No trace of him. Um, and here's where it gets kind of weird. And I don't want to go too much into detail because, uh, I know this is pretty much the same thing, you know, the, the same, but, um, all the other cases, very similar. But the crazy thing about this is that the, um, that same day that the kid was missing, a family, um, that's barely getting to the campsite, uh, I guess was walking, you know, into the campsite and stuff like that. And they say that they, that as they're walking, they heard this fucking gut-curdling fucking scream, like, no, like, crazy. So this, that was the loudest scream they ever heard. It was from a human, but it was, like, gut-wrenching fucking loud, like, you know? Like, X-Men status and shit. So, as this happened, they look up, and at the top of a, of a mountain, they see 
I guess one of the other son says, hey, I guess the son of the family that's, you know, coming to the campsite says, hey, look, dad, I see a bear. And he says, no, um, it can I don't think that's a bear. It looks kind of like a, like a, a person, like a human. So I guess the dad says that he sees him from far away. And I guess he fucking sees that he lo it looks like he's carrying a child in his shoulder. It's it's a it's a man, but <laughs> the crazy shit about this is that he looks like I don't know, like a not like a fucking caveman. But I heard I heard um Dave Pauly's describe him as he's heard him being described as as like a, I don't know like a mountain man, like somebody that hasn't been hasn't seen civilization in like fucking years, you know. And this family reported seeing that shit. And while all these thing, things are going on, you know, I guess they tell somebody about it, park ranger and shit like that. And mind you, the reason why, um, uh, the reason why I bring this up is because Dennis Martin was wearing very colorful clothing that day. And I don't, I don't remember exactly, but he was wearing some bright red, uh, I forgot what, what piece of clothing he was wearing that was a bright red, but that stood out. Because that's why the, the, the dad looking up at the mountain said that it looked like he was carrying a child on his shoulder. So, um, all these things are going on. And mind you, this is where it gets more funkier. Is that, like I was speaking about the Green Berets, they come in to a search and rescue mission. Now, if you guys know, know anything about military things like that, is that uh, uh, Green Berets do not do search and rescue. That's not the thing. That's not the complete. I think their thing is recon and all these other things and for getting information. So that was, that was a huge fucking red flag. Why were they there? What's the whole point? They don't do search and rescue missing people. They do recon. So that's weird. They were in and out in a flash. They didn't explain to anybody why they were there. And even David Paulides challenges um, listeners out there and he lets them know, hey, if you guys know, if you guys were Green Beret, and you guys were there that day, hit me up, drop me a line, I'll conceal your identity, it has to be all anonymous and all that shit, and he's, he's got people that claim to be Green Berets, but nothing official, like, you know, they talk to talk, but not really walk to walk and shit, so, yeah, why were they there, and, and this information about, uh, the, the, the uh, father seeing a big fucking hairy man, not a Bigfoot team, no, he was actually a, a man, man, you know, uh, having a, a, some sort of a child on the shoulder, you know, this information was never given to uh, Mr., uh, the family of Dennis Martin. This information was given to the to authorities, but never they were never told him that. So this guy, Dennis Martin, finds out from I believe another another source, and says, "You know what, man? This is what they told me, and this is what." Um, I know it's far-fetched and weird, man, but you know, this family swears up and down that they saw this. So, this, Dennis Martin gets fucking pissed, you know, he, he hits him up and shit, say, hey, I want to see that fucking strange spot. And guess what? Lo and be fucking hold, they don't let him see that spot that he was at. And they gave this information to him, and they said, hey, you know what? Um, You know, let's meet up and stuff like that. I said, well, we can't meet up at the park. We gotta meet out here. Please don't push it, because we're not gonna meet at the, the fucking park and shit. So he got this information outside of the park, and why it was kept from him is beyond me. And this is documented shit. This is no no bullshit, no lie. This is real shit, real talk.
Now, all this shit, all this shit that I'm telling you, I'm re I've researched, but the, the people that have actually done the work is they've done it for years. So, you know, I strongly believe there's something weird going on here. Some beyond our fucking, our control and shit. So, think about all this shit for a second, you know? <clears throat> Let it sink in for a bit. How is that possible? And why? None of these children, none of these people have been recovered. So, the elements are too much to, too much to ignore. And a lot of people are, are not aware of this because there's no talk about it. No report. There is, but after a, uh, some time, it dies down. There's something that somebody's not telling you. I'm not telling you don't go to National Forest and shit like that, but this is is something to think about. If y'all you, if have kids, if, if you guys have nephews, nieces, or even in general, uh, uh, if your friends have kids and you know you care about them, think about it for a second. And how it's not fair to uh, to the other parents and other families that they have no closure on what all these things that, that go on. So, yeah. That's, um, that's my, uh, <clears throat> little thing on, uh, this, uh, strange, um, strange ordeal. And let's little get, get a little more weirder, and, uh, yeah, you would claim maybe abduction and shit by UFO aliens, and no, there's no evidence of that. No trace of that. So, fucking nuts, right? <laughs> Let me hit this shit again. Alright, so um we're gonna jump into another subject. And um I am not a little bitch and shit, a little fucking wuss. But I was gonna touch on on um the use of magic within the elite. What do you want to call it? Illuminati, all that bullshit. Um, you know, Masons and shit like that. We're gonna go ahead and not do that. <laughs> At least not today. Um reason why is because um if you guys dip into this shit, if you guys are interested in any of this subject matter, before you go into researching this shit, um just know that somebody's all somebody's always watching. And uh when you get little you know <laughs> Little hints here and there, you know, to, to slow the fuck down and shit, you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and, I'm not scared and shit, but I have a family to take care of and shit like that, so I'm gonna go ahead and pull out of, of, of that, um, of that subject for now, because, um, I believe, <laughs> I believe that, I haven't been warned, but, uh, I believe that, you know, I've been hinted that, hey, slow your fucking roll, alright, and, um, for that kind of shit, when you, when you research the occult, and if anybody that's anybody that knows about any of these subjects will tell you that you need some protection first before you dip into these fucking subjects. So I don't want to go in without some some sort of protection. Yes, it sounds kind of weird and mystical, but you know what? That's the kind of type, type of cat I am. I love the occult. I love dipping into it not because because I want to be fucking weird. It's because I've have been pushed to that because of all the things that I that I've lived in my life and I cannot understand for the life of me. No biblical book. No scripture. No fucking religion, and I say, I, and I, I'm not saying any specific one has even given me a fucking answer, a single answer that I can fucking comprehend in my head. Besides, God has a plan for you. It's God's work. I'm sorry, but I, <coughs> I don't believe. Look, I believe in a higher power. That's it. 
I'm not going to name that higher power because we're not going to throw labels at it. You know, whatever higher power you believe in is cool, but I believe it's just one higher power. Many roads to it. I'm sorry if I'm, you think I'm wrong. There's many roads to a higher power, no matter what. What road you take is up to you. That's it. So, but I will say this, man, is that I love the occult for that reason. That I know there's something beyond this realm. That's why. And don't get me wrong, occult is just something you can't see. It's not a bad thing. So when somebody says occult arts, no, no. Occult is something hidden that you cannot see. So don't get all, you know, get all weirded out about this shit. But this is the reason why, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling out of it. Because, right, I, at the moment, don't get me wrong, I'll fucking go in here. I'll go in on it, trust me. But from what I know in, in, in energies and shit like that, and things that I've read a lot, I've read a lot of books and shit about this shit. So um, we're not going to go into it blindly. Like I was going to go into it, we're just going to go ahead and chill, pull out for a bit. Pull out, pull out. Not pull out game. So we're going to do that. But we are going to jump into the subject of psychedelics. So we're going to do that shit. We're going to talk about uh, Maria Sabina. We're going to talk about uh, Dr. Fred Allen Wolf for a bit. And um, it might, this might be a two-part, you know, a two-part thing. Because, I mean, I don't know how much time you guys got and shit. So it might be over an hour of of, of, of stuff. So, yeah, man. Let's, let's hit this shit again. Because <laughs> we're getting burnt like a fucking cake. I'm so lit. Got me coughing and I spit. <laughs> Alright, so that's it for this segment. Let's uh, go ahead and jump into the other one. And yeah, oh, also, yes, before I fucking forget, we're going to have, we're going to be uh, attending our first event. And I don't want to fucking, I do not want to butcher her, the, the name, so I'm going to look it up right now as we speak. So one sec. Yes, okay, yes, it is inhale, relax, create. All right, so um, funny thing how I got in contact, uh, contact with uh, this this young little lady. Um, I was, I don't know how the fuck it was, I think I was talking about podcast, and I, I threw up, I think, the 420 episode, and she hit me up, and she's like, oh, hey, you know, would you be able to give me some information about how to do podcasts? I was like, oh, fuck yeah, hell yeah. So, you know, I, I, and I give her the phone one about Anchor and shit like that. My Bluetooth speakers went out. <laughs> um, I gave her the breakdown of it, you know, and all that stuff. And I found out that the, this these events that um, her and another um, young lady uh, uh, set up is uh, these are uh, painting classes, I believe. And excuse me if I get it wrong, because uh, I'm a little stoned and shit. And she could understand about that. Um, yeah, I guess they're painting classes, like, and they teach how to paint and stuff like that, and, you know, like, smoke, and you have the pictures I've seen, they have some good food there, I mean, some good drinks and stuff like that. I believe some is medicated, some is not. And I think they have vendors, and they have some, uh, I guess, glow-in-the-dark-y, dark-ish kind of, uh, I guess, classes also. I, I believe that's the one that I, I've actually been invited to, which is going to be May 19th. So if you guys are out in a, a Menifee, it's, you know, go ahead and see if you can check it out. I believe that classes do get uh, filled up very quickly from what I've seen. So, I mean, hit them up. Inhale, relax, create, you know. Uh, you know, And like I said, 
believe it or not, um, she was kind enough to, you know, say, hey, you know what? I asked her, you know, what's up with the podcast? And maybe we could do a podcast from the, the event. And she was more than glad to do it. And this is what I'm talking about here. This is this is the real, um, real deal. She knows how it is, you know, to start. And when nobody gives you a fucking chance, nobody wants to open the door for you because there's a lot of fucking swinging dicks and balls, a lot of ego. And let's get down to the nitty gritty of this shit. Let me go ahead and go on, go out on a limb. You might not want to fucking hear this, but minorities and women always get the short end of the stick. Anywhere, you know. Let's let's get real for a second. You know what I mean, I'm not hate. I'm, I'm not hating on, on, on how how you get to your to your position. Nah, man. If you're at the top and shit, more power to you. More power to you. If 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 you you if you if you're in the game, you've done it. You're, you know, you're in this the this um, marijuana community, and, and you're you're a big name and shit like that. Hey, man, I ain't hating. That's cool. But let's get fucking down right to it. It's it's real talk that minorities and females, females and minorities, no matter where you fucking put it, get the short end of the fucking stick in any industry. I mean, fuck, women and minorities are barely fucking getting uh, you know. A fucking big name out there in fucking movies and shit like that. Latinos are bar- barely getting shit that. I mean, look at fucking Coco and shit like that. All those fucking movies and shit barely getting into it. All those different movies that should have been fucking done a long time ago from different minorities and shit. Now they're, they're barely getting their fucking, you know. You know what I mean? They're, they're you know, the props and shit. I mean, we all, we're all fucking human in this in, in this fucking country. And I mean, if, if you don't think it's a fucking melting pot, just go to fucking LA, man. Just go to downtown and shit. I mean, you see all kinds of fucking races there and shit like that. All kinds. But this is what I'm getting at is that <clears throat> these are two females, proud females, that are doing the damn thing. You know that they're they're getting their shit done. Hey man, I'm all for I'm all for female empowerment. I love females. You know what I mean? Not not just the the physical part and the beauty of. No, I love what they bring to the table, man. They bring so much good energy, so much good vibes, and so much creativeness that. I mean, come on, you cannot ignore that shit. But there's, like I said, there's too much swinging dick and balls and shit that are too proud to say, hey, man, fuck that shit. You know, I'm a man this shit. I'm going to take care of this shit. It's my shit. No fucking female's going to come and fucking run me out of that shit. That's how it is. Real talk. And these ladies are doing a damn thing, you know? And I know she's going to get her podcast up and running. I know she's going to do that shit. Look out for this girl because I know that these girls, they have potential. I mean, just look at their shit. You know, they're, they're so relaxed. And the reason why I say this is because I spoke to this girl, um, not on the phone, but uh, you know through Instagram, and it's just I like I like it, it, it. Actually, and I'm gonna say this: it warms my heart to know that there's people out there that really want to help people in the industry and say, you know what? Hey, man, let, let me give you let me give you a push, man. Let, let me let me get you. Let me try to get your foot in the door. Let me show you the door. You know, let me show you that door. So your it's your fucking um up to you if you, if you want to go through that shit do your work and put in work and grind, and if you want to get somewhere in this industry, cool. But let me show you the door. Let me help you out. Let me give you a little push. That right there is human. That's what I'm talking about. Human shit. That's what's up. She knows, you know, and, and it's 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 a standard that we should live by. Constantly, you know, help help your help your fellow man. You know, and and I, and I want to touch on a couple of things, yes, because I'm ranting because this is this is this is what I want to do. This is real shit. My my goal with this podcast is to literally take me take me somewhere, open doors, and for me to help people, for me to really, literally, if you fucking know me, if you know who I am, I mean, <laughs> this is the bad part about me, man. 
don't know if it's bad or good, but you can fucking do me dirty, do me dirty two, three times, four times, and I'll still fucking feel bad and lend a hand. And by the fifth fucking time, if you fucking do that shit, you know what? Fuck you. You're out. That's it. And I've had to cut off people like that. And it fucking hurts. But i rather fucking hurt for a, a, a couple months than to fucking be dealing with that shit 15, 20 years down the line. You know, I, I've had to cut off fucking family members because of that shit. You know? Because they don't want they don't want to see me come up. They, they say, hey, man, fucking smoking butt. What the fuck's wrong with you, man? Are, what are you going to fuck? Are you, what are you, fucking 15 years old? When are you going to grow out of this shit? Nah, this ain't no fucking growing out shit. This is fucking for life shit, man. Because this helps me, you know? And let's not, I don't want to go off subject here, but help your fucking fellow man, man. For real. And I, and, and I, and I want to mention my uh, my homie Julius, because you know what? Um, I've never, I, I've never had experienced this with anybody, any friend, only a couple of friends. And the fact that yesterday I, I was, you know, talking to him, he said, this is what he said. He said, hey, man, see you later, brother. I love you. Never heard that in my life with um, people that I, 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 I don't know um, that long. And I said, man, this, 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 it seemed very genuine, man. You know, and this cat um, posted something on his Facebook. He's, he's, um, I guess, I, I don't know if he was outside of Dollar Tree. Don't quote me on this, Julius. <laughs> but um, I believe it's, uh, it was outside of Dollar Tree, correct? And my man Julius over here sees a homeless woman. And instead of passing by and, you know, fucking looking at, her, looking at her with disgust, which I know he would never do, but a lot of common people do that shit, commonality with everybody, even, you know, I've been a fucking victim of that, you know, on fucking bad mood day, which I, I, I feel like shit for doing that. And he says, you never know, you know, he, you never know somebody's story, you never know how they got there and why they got there. But turns out this lady fucking literally lost all her family in a car accident. A fucking semi hit the car. She lost everybody. Think about that for a second. She lost everybody. She lost her job. I'm pretty sure he lost fucking all hope. And my man Julius, I'm asked if, you know, got to talking to her and she's homeless, you know, and, and he posts, posted this on his Facebook and, and he posted this not because he wanted to have likes, because he, he was reaching out to all his connects to see if they could help her out. Julius is a, is, is a, is a man of God and, um, you know, and he, he was reaching out to all his contacts. That right there, that, ladies and gentlemen, is a perfect example of brotherhood. Perfect example of the human race beyond color. Perfect example. And you have no idea how that's going to come back to him a thousand times for. Because that's that's a blessing you will return. Again, in return, excuse me. So that's just an example of helping your fellow man. You know? Going above and beyond. Not that you, because you have to, because you want to, because your heart's telling you, hey, that's fucked up. I'm not going to tell you his story and why, why he feels that way, but he helped her out. And I, and my point is that this, I mean, nobody has to help me, you know, like Ana Verde, Sophia, I'm sorry if I, I don't want to put your name, but as Jam, Jamshidi. Both of you. I mean, I, I, obviously you can't uh, agree. I mean, you guys are a partnership and you guys, one can't just say, oh, I'm going to do this shit without telling you. 
obviously you guys agreed to it, right? So, Anna, Sophia, thank you for giving me this opportunity to to, to get my <laughs> my my uh my uh, fucking uh, <laughs> my rough podcast, you know, and and just you know, I'm 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 not gonna say I'm nobody, but in the podcast um world, I'm nobody yet. You know, I'm somebody. Trust you're gonna fucking know know who I am and shit. But for right now, not a lot, not a lot of people know me. Just family and friends, you know. So thank you for real. We're gonna do this shit. We're gonna have fun. I'm gonna make it as cool as possible. So uh, yes, um, I'm sorry if I ranted off off subject, but this is where I'm getting at. You know, we gotta we gotta love each other. We gotta do the fucking thing. We gotta help each other out. There's plenty. There's plenty for everybody. Let's do the fucking thing. Thank you guys. Really. Thank you, um, uh, Anna and Sophia. Thank you. So we'll see you in hell. At, in hell, relax, create. I believe May nineteenth. If not, I don't want to fucking uh, um, uh, butcher the date. But we will see you guys there. And yeah, keep fucking smoking, please. Don't stop. All right. So I'll make this one more time. One time. Uh. Uh. One time. Uh. <laughs> It's kind of easy to listen to the G-Rap sound. Uh, uh, I feel fucking good. Uh, all right. Segment's done. Don't report out.